Welcome to the Film Sessions podcast. We are excited to have Alex Griffin. Uh, so Alex, tell us a little bit about yourself. Mark, thanks so much for having me. It is a pleasure to be here. So I am uh, an award-winning filmmaker on the autism spectrum. Uh, I have been uh, making films ever since uh, I was a little boy. I've always seen the world uh, through the lens of a camera. And so I have just decided to uh, really uh, continue my, my art out there in the form of movies. But not only just movies, I'm also a semi-professional actor. I've made uh, three off-Broadway appearances and uh, my directorial debut on stage was in 2021. And I'm also a musician. I play guitar, bass, and I sing. So I am all over the place when it comes to entertainment, but most recently I have really uh, started to garner more attention and recognition in terms of film. Yeah, wonderful variety of talents there in, in all different fields. Uh, it's very exciting to, to learn about all of those. Yeah, so uh, tell us a little bit about how you got your start in filmmaking. What inspired you to first get started? So, back in the day when I was uh, a wee little tyke, uh, I wanted to be able to express being able to see the world through the lens of a camera. And, and I thought to myself, how do I do that? Like, I see the world in a what I thought was a really unique way. How do I just put that out and how do I organize it into some thoughts that I can share with other people. And then I discovered that, you know, video was a thing and films were a thing. And then I got inspired by, I believe, the Rankin-Bass Christmas specials uh, with stop motion. And I, and I said to myself, you know what? I want to make something like that. I, I, I want to I go ahead and make, like, stop motion films with some of my favorite kids' toys, like Legos. And so what I did was I made stop motion films and then I, I just couldn't stop. And from there, I decided, you know what, maybe I don't just have to do stop motion, maybe I can do other things. Maybe I can tell stories uh, with just maybe still images. Maybe I can start doing working on voiceover. And it just grew from there and grew from there and grew from there. And as I learned my skills, I ended up developing into, honestly, the best version of the filmmaker that I am today. Yeah, it's a wonderful story, very inspirational. You know, you just started uh, with stop motion and uh, you, you built up from there. Yeah, it's terrific. Uh, how was the experience Thank doing you. stop motion at the time? It was honestly a lot more fun than it is for me today. I can't say stop motion's my, my jam now, uh, but just being able to see and and experience what it was like to make an entire set that honestly you could fit in the palm of my hand if I if I really wanted it to. Having that ability to control what the audience sees, how they feel, how they react with it with a camera in my hand, like eight-year-old me was freaking out. I was like, what? I can do this? And, and so as I as I made stop motion and I just got, got to see the, the characters become animated before my very eyes, I said to myself, you know what? I want to continue doing this. And that's when I started getting a little bit more experimental with my with my filmmaking journey and ended up going to SUNY Oswego, originally for computer science, but after my first semester changed my major mm. and went into cinema and screen studies. And I didn't do any uh, stop motion projects there, uh, mostly just, you know, regular film and video stuff there, but um, you can see the quick escalation going from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wonderful. Again, a very, very inspirational story and Thank very you. exciting. Uh, so yeah, tell us a little bit more about your filmmaking journey and career uh, after your initial inspiration with stop motion. Have you continued uh, to pursue your career in uh, filmmaking in college and beyond? Well, uh, in college, we had a lot of experiences to actually create films for projects. Uh, but 
Not only have I made films for college projects, I have continued my own personal brand, Dream Quarter Productions. It is an LLC that I started in January of 2020, I believe it was. It's been a while. So yeah, um, thank you. Thank you. And so I, I wanted to really something that I, I, I wanted to pride myself on was being able to stamp my name on my comment uh, on, on my content from the beginning. And so from making Dream Quarter Productions, I, I wanted to really create cohesive content from beginning to end and not just make things for a project. I didn't want to just have whatever I made be, oh, it's just going to uh, fulfill the, the requirements of the class and then move on from there. That's not who I was. I wanted to go above and beyond. I really wanted to make the audience, whoever they were, be it a professor or a classmate, really feel something and feel changed by the content that I made. And I mean, look at where it's paid off to now. Dream Quarter Productions is still really successful. And when I'm not making films, I'm doing individual client work. I've done actually some work for uh, some big uh, business branding experts and uh, entrepreneurs out there. Um, and whenever I have time, because I actually, I do have a full-time videography job now, uh, I am a videographer at Oneida Air Systems, the industry leader in dust collection. And so I'm, I'm taking my video skills there. And when I'm not doing stuff for my full-time job, thinking about Dreamcore Productions, thinking about more narrative film work. Yeah, it's very exciting. So you have two kind of pathways there in filmmaking uh, and you're able to Absolutely. pursue both and, and um, through one fund the other. Yeah. Absolutely, terrific. exactly. Yeah, terrific. Um, so getting more into your film, tell us a little bit about what your film is about. Sure thing. So my film, Frame Fumble, is the story of a pretty stressed computer worker as he battles with the the black bars that surround you know classic film and video yeah. that create the four to three aspect ratio um and he it, it, it's 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 unique in that the frame itself moves and is the antagonist of the film making the protagonist actually my character i played the character myself in that in that film making the protagonist's life very very difficult it squishes him and it, it compresses him and it, it pushes him around when the protagonist only has 15 minutes to get his work done and i i structured it in the form of a you know a vaudeville slapstick comedy old 1920s 1930s style film really just to play with that simple comedy and so that's that's essentially what frame fumble is about without spoiling too much Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just going to get into uh, the question without spoiling too much. Uh, what, is the <laughs> what is the message to the audience uh, of the film? What is the message of the audience to the film? I would say it, both in terms of the, of, the, of the story, but also in how it was made. First, in terms of the story, it is to just look back and see how the simple comedy has influenced how we see comedy and how we see film today because not only is this a slapstick comedy uh, vintage style film but it has modern technology in it my laptop a second monitor a mouse and i have computer work that needs to be done computers did obviously didn't exist in the 1920s or 30s so meshing those two together i think is is really interesting in both giving the audience a direct sense of you know the old and the new coming together but seeing that the, the, the frame is interacting with the protagonist in such unique ways that the audience hasn't seen before, that's also a combination of 
unique way of thinking in terms of modern times and olden times coming together. In terms of how I actually made the film itself, like logistically, what was unique about this is that I filmed this in the height of the COVID-19 pand pandemic all by myself. Mm -hmm. No crew. Mm -hmm. I was the only cast. And I, I did everything myself in the course of maybe three or four days. And it was for a class uh, assignment. So obviously we couldn't really collaborate with anyone because it wasn't safe at the time. So I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to turn myself into a cartoon character mm -hmm. for this assignment for CSS 336 Cinematography at SUNY Oswego. I'm going to make this a really, really cool film that is going to stand out from the rest. Ended up getting a perfect grade on the assignment. My professor urged me to submit it to film festivals. He said, you need to you need to get this out there. People are going to love it. Ever since, it has garnered five plus awards and international recognition. Yeah, so that's my message for the audience. Thank you. That's my yeah, message yeah. for the audience is whatever stands in your way, don't let that stand in your way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, terrific message. And and um, it's great that it's had so much success. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it was a great film. It was wonderful watching it. Um, and it was exciting to be able to, to feature that at our festival. Um, but yeah, it's great. It has so much success at other festivals as well. And, and um, we'll be excited to see more of the films that you make in the future and, and how those are also... Um, hopefully going to be also having um, a large track record with festivals and, and premieres at um, places all, all over uh, the world. Yeah, terrific. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So for those um, in the audience interested in watching your film, where can we find it online? So if you would like to watch Frame Fumble, you can go on to Dreamcord Productions on YouTube. And there is the video right there. It's actually uh, a little bit farther back in the in the timeline of when I, I posted videos on there, but you'll be able to find it. But you'll also be able to find it on Vimeo at Dream Quarter Productions. And if you don't want to go either of those places, you can find it at dreamquarterpro.com and then it will take you to those different places, both YouTube and Vimeo. So that's where you can find Frame Fumble. All right, perfect. Um, and for those interested in also finding you on social media, uh, do you have any social medias or a website as well? Uh, yes. So in addition to dreamquarterpro.com, we have at dreamquarterpro on Instagram and dreamquarterproductions on Facebook. All right. Perfect. Yeah. So for anyone in the audience interested in reaching out, uh, that'd be great. Perfect. All right. So uh, what are your plans for the future? Uh, do you have any more films in the works currently? Um, I actually am planning on making a, a sequel to my first ever action film. Uh, it didn't get featured in, the, in this festival, but that's okay. It's got featured in other festivals. It's called Vector. It's a sci-fi film with two characters. I'm thinking about making a sequel to that that's a lot longer. And I'm thinking about starting to dabble in 3D animation because I've never really done that before. Uh, and I, I want to get my I want to get my feet wet in doing something that is outside of my comfort zone. Like I say in, in my tagline for Dream Quarter Productions, media beyond an imagination. So I thought... Why not do something I've never really done before? Why not do 3D animation? Something that could compete with like Pixar or or, or Illumination or Blue Sky or, or those other studios out there. You know, why not? Why not get a little bit? Why not get a little even more creative, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and 3D animation is a very exciting f uh, field in filmmaking. Uh, I wonder, at college, did you take uh, any electives or any um, side courses in animation? Uh, not in animation specifically, no. Um, although I have done a lot of research just my, on my own of 
of Pixar and and everything that they've done for their for their films, but nothing in terms of, of uh, strictly animation at college. I did take a lot of elective, ele excuse me, words, electives on cinematography. Cinematography was actually one of my elective courses, mm -hmm. uh, the class that got frame fumble. Um, I also took electives on like the principles of directing. Uh, I actually also took a class specifically devoted to film festivals. Mm -hmm. And oh. as part of the class, our, our class uh, organized the SUNY wide film festival. And I'm happy to say I was the person who designed their commercial. Oh, wow. Wow. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. So I, I've had experience for a while with film festivals. So yeah, yeah, it's terrific. And, and how is that festival going now? Um, Unfortunately, I'm not part of it anymore because I'm I'm graduated and and SUNY Oswego I don't think is going to be hosting the festival uh, this semester. I'm not sure who's hosting it this semester, but it went very well, and I'm hoping whichever SUNY school uh, continues to uh, carry on the SUNY Web Film Festival is going to do a wonderful job doing so. Yeah, yeah, terrific, definitely. So, um, what are some resources that you would recommend to student filmmakers out there? Some resources that I would recommend to student filmmakers out there. This is kind of like a, a, a cliche answer, but I would say look up as many tutorials as you can online if you want, if you're just starting out, but get into more specialized resources if you'd like. I haven't really seen too much in terms of the, the nitty gritty with going into filmmaking tutorials, but I have heard very good things about tomorrow's filmmakers. That's a really good online course and just do some research on online courses and get your hands dirty. Don't be afraid to get your hands dirty and, and experiment. And something I'll leave the audience with, let no one keep you in your pursuit to make magic happen for others. Don't hold back. Even if the film that you made isn't really like the, if you don't think it's the best film that you've made, show it to people. Someone else might like it. And so the best resource I would say is what's up here your own mind yeah thank you so much for those words alex uh, definitely a wonderful uh, advice and wonderful words for all the student filmmakers out there listening um and, and with that thank you so much for being on the film sessions podcast today uh, very exciting having you on the podcast and learning about your journey in filmmaking um and more about your uh, film frame fumble um and, and your advice and, and other kind words to all student filmmakers out there of course, Mark. Thank you so much for having me out there. And thank you so much to the listeners for, uh, for listening. Mm -hmm.